0: Krishna. In this podcast, we will examine the challenges faced by us in managing our lives and our families. In each episode, we will also look at the techniques that work for different women, examine how to adapt it for us in today's context and learn from each other. You will get actionable strategies set in the Indian context on a wide variety of topics, right from identifying your passion to better productivity and parenting. Friends, welcome to episode 11 of New Indian Woman podcast. This episode is airing in the last week of Jan, 2020. In this episode, we will examine another topic close to my heart and that is sustainable living. Let me at the outset itself admit that I am no expert in this topic. Over the years, I have been interested in this area and have attempted several small changes in our family. I have enjoyed learning from many other people who are in this journey. In this episode, I'll talk about my own trials, as well as some of the points shared by Prabha. Do you remember Prabha of Blue Maid Green? She runs an upcycling venture, and we had a conversation with her in episode 9. If you missed that episode for some reason, please do listen to it. Yes, that episode was slightly long, but I promise you it is quite interesting. Now, coming to this episode, what exactly is sustainable living? My own meaning to this term is living in a way that is least harmful to the environment. I really have not checked the dictionary meaning or how experts in this field define it. Now, let us explore. What does living in the least harmful way to the environment mean? Is it even possible in today's day and age? The most obvious question is, what is the point in me doing this when large scale pollution and other big things are happening? Of course, big impact changes have to be taken up by government, organizations and such. But let us not underestimate the effect of our individual actions. They do sum up a lot when we consider the ripple effect across many of us. And more importantly, it makes us be more aware and leads us to so many numerous ways in which we can bring about change in our own lives. If you grew up in a small town or village, you may have seen the elders having some practices in the house that would qualify to be called sustainable living. Maybe they were never aware of this. For example, several years back, Maybe before plastic made its silent entry into our homes, we practiced reuse and recycle. Did we have waste bins in our homes? What did we do with all the waste? Yes, please try to refresh your memory. Now coming to the present times, where do we start? First let us listen to Prabha share her experiences in the sustainable journey. the beauty of uh, you know looking at things from a sustainability angle or reuse angle I have always felt in my own personal journey, once you start it in one area of your life, it slowly comes into many other areas of your life as well.
1: It happened with me. Yes. Because I was not this kind of a person before. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, yeah, because earlier, like maybe 10, 12 years back, I had actually, you know, I, I like to, draw, you know, with, I have a few pairs of you know footwears. Okay. Maybe this I will wear for this, this. That mm-hmm. I will wear for. And earrings, you know, something. And then a lot of needs. So now actually, slowly, slowly, you know, I've reduced to all those. And now I don't really feel like, because uh, earlier we used to feel like, like, I don't feel bad to wear a dress many times. Sometimes, you know, maybe the same dress. Ah, So that is there. And I don't really buy a lot.
0: Yeah. And uh, you feel happy anyway.
1: Ah, And we feel happy anyway. So even if a cloth is like, you know, we buy, and mostly I I choose to buy these uh, hand. No hand dyed uh, fabric, it's not that I don't buy other material, khadi or something like that. whatever, Whenever I, it's possible to make a choice, I do yes. that. And I've reduced my needs and uh, a number of footwear, so a number of clothes, or so all those things and uh, and uh, you just stay happy yeah just stay happy though you don't need really so I don't really feel like sometimes maybe a, a nice outfit maybe after for a long time of you know using it it got a little bit you know faded but I wear it outside yes but I don't feel that because it's okay <laughs> it's okay
0: True, to some extent some 25-30 years back life was like that and maybe we are rediscovering that as uh, you know somewhere we, try, we ended up losing
1: some of it
0: and some
1: of us are uh, yeah. learning it again. Uh, yeah, actually, I've learned it. So, actually, this Bloomay, the whole process of Bloomay Gene, made me realize that, okay, uh, you know, uh, made me uh, personally change to me. Okay. But yeah, my nice choices. And yeah. whenever I buy something, you know, I go to buy some the supermarket. Okay, if I want to buy something, okay, I really think that I I hardly go to supermarket these days. It's quite it's reduced a lot. Mm-hmm. But um, but you know, when I buy, okay, I really think whether I need it or not. Like you know, uh, something that that some kind of a questions happen in my mind before I buy anything. So and and to some
0: extent, that is true for your customers. They may be just starting their journey. Or they may have progressed, but the fact that this awareness about uh, buying—you uh, know—what uh, do you say? Without thinking much, mm-hmm. uh, if we keep on buying, to what extent it can be damaging to the environment and stuff like that? Uh, blue mm-hmm. made green uh, using a product f- uh, through blue made green can be a starting point as well, right? Because uh, uh, yeah, okay. somewhere you start thinking. It, mm. uh, you know, it's not about us saying that let us not buy. It is about being aware and making intelligent decisions
1: yeah it's about deciding what is your need yes and uh, what is not the need like i don't know the opposite of that like what you don't need (laughs) what what you don't need so slowly i i thought okay maybe if i go to the people and you know just talk about something maybe if they can actually think a little bit and yeah uh, you know prevent somewhere here and there and at least you know if you're a little bit conscious about it Surely it will uh, come into the life. Well, I would like to say, talk about using old things that uh, we all uh, mainly because I will, I will talk about old clothes now because I am now dealing with clothes and reusing, uh, uh, upcycling clothes. So we all have a general notion that for the, the clothes that somebody already used is, uh, is not good to use, something like that. Or secondhand things are not good to use or something. But uh, I would like to say that it's actually uh, we have it's time we change that uh, uh, thinking because when we go to a hotel or hotel we get these uh, towels and bed sheets which is there that is not a new one. Somebody some many people have already used it and is washed and kept clean for us to use and we without any notion we use it. But when it comes to sort of, somebody giving their old clothes or you know, a, a clo- a, the outfit which they have used to for a few times, we feel, some sometimes we feel bad to use it, thinking that, oh, this is their old thing. But I just want to say that uh, it's time we change that uh, attitude. Uh, so, Prabhupada this is a very valid point. I hmm.
0: agree it is a mindset issue. If we think through it, it is possible to change. And off I hear there are colleges where they have these uh, clothes exchange program.
1: So oh, I see. Uh,
0: so I was very happy to uh, hear about it, where if you have, say, uh, extra clothes, which means it is in reasonably good condition, since it's not hmm. damaged completely, it can huh. be worn again. Exactly. Uh, huh. So you can just uh, say, suppose you're giving two clothes, uh, two items or something, two tops or whatever,
1: hmm. you can uh, uh, take two other items. Uh, so this see now this is this is how we can use uh, the social media platform for good cause so well, there are, there is a group uh, for pre-loved saris okay so there you know many ladies they they put their 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 own old saris which they have used for sometimes maybe for a long period of time sometimes maybe just for around five six times or some you no know, they are you know 10 20 years old saris which they want to lend give to somebody else they post it there for a lower price and another person can buy so by buying you know a, a sari of another lady we become friends yeah. you know and then we share pictures of our pictures of picture of wearing it and they share their yeah. pictures so it's like you know we build a community there so there is a community called pre-loved saris on oh. facebook yeah on facebook there i'm part of that and i've bought a few saris from there during this journey i have uh realized that our existence itself is contributing a lot to the pollution <laughs> okay so okay. yeah even if you know whatever small thing or big thing we do this has an impact so uh, so I have decided that you know slowly there are many things that I have stopped doing or many changes had happened but then one thing i would say that is uh, i have stopped using all disposable items that includes plastic water bottles the refilled the filled plastic bottle mineral water bottles that we that i uh, like for many years now i have uh, never bought one bottle because mm-hmm. and uh, other thing is all disposable items such as disposable cups straw plate spoon sanitary napkins uh, napkins tissue papers etc So I would just Mm -hmm. say that one by one, I will say that this plastic water bottle, suppose if I don't carry, I instead I carry a steel uh, water, steel or even plastic water bottle, you know, good one if you carry, it's okay. But I carry a steel water bottle all the time. Mm -hmm. Like whenever I go, even if I go for about an hour for shopping, I just carry a small water bottle. It will be there with me so that I don't need to depend on, sometimes what if I feel thirsty and I want to drink some water. So I always keep. Mm -hmm. So suppose if I'm, if I don't do that, in a week, I'll be using minimum 4 to 5 plastic bottles. If I don't do that. Yeah. So, in a month, it becomes around 20.
0: And and I completely agree because things like this, uh-huh. we may think that uh, these are small exactly. things. When you look at... Uh, you know, usage of tons, Mm-mm. this is nothing. Yeah, but so
1: people just say that, oh, it's just a one water bottle. Like, why, why are you so, you know, adamant about it? But it's not like that. Because in one year, it will be 240. And suppose if 10 years is 2,400, minimum that much. It's not only that. Uh-huh. See, yeah,
0: for me, it is very visible, okay? Mm-hmm. Whenever we pass uh, by train, mm-hmm. through any bridge, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, that area just before a bridge starts, the train slows down. Mm-hmm you will see tons of plastic bottles lying there. Mm -hmm. That means maybe in that area, maybe 10 or 15 trains pass by every day. Mm -hmm. They are slowing down there for hardly a minute. Mm -hmm. So many bottles are thrown out. So I always wonder if everybody in that train they stop using the mineral water bottle mm-hmm. that many bottles will not come to that place yeah. that many bottles will not pollute that river which is
1: true exactly. so it always starts small yeah yeah exactly actually this is actually in our hands so the yes. indirectly we are contributing a lot to the pollution that we can because we because of our way of li- living that is all like it is already there we cannot uh, reduce it much but whatever in our hands so i am just trying like okay whatever i can do I will do. Yes. So that's all. And then instead of these uh, disposable napkins, I use cloth napkins. And instead of these napkins, you know, the tissue paper and all, I always have one you know, or two cloth handkerchiefs with me. And in the kitchen also, we use cloth napkins. So we can wash and use it. And uh, another yeah. thing is to avoid this disposable cup and plates. is... Not an easy thing because if you want to avoid it, you have to carry a steel cup with you. So I, even when I go for function, if something is served in that, like last time I went for a wedding function, everything was served in a uh, on a plate, proper plate, which is a reusable plate. Only the mm-hmm. ice creams and the uh, fruit salad or something, they, they had a disposable uh, cup. So mm-hmm. I told them, no, I don't want that. Just put that in my plate. Mm-hmm. I'll eat it. And then they had a spoon, yeah. a plastic spoon they had. I said, no, it's okay. I'll eat it with hand. They were quite strange (laughs) about it. But me and my daughter, we just took ice cream on a plate and happily. But we are happy about it. It's okay.
0: Yeah. May raise doubts in others. People may... Uh, even people around you may give you stares, yeah. but it
1: doesn't matter. Yeah, sometimes people uh, who are talking with them, they might not feel comfortable. So, I went to another corner, I had my ST nicely and then I kept the plate back and then I went back to the group.
0: Wonderful ideas and I think you have found this balance.
1: Mm, uh, yeah, so we, I don't know, like sometimes people think that, oh, this lady is like, you know. But generally, I you know, think that how much because mass production is happening at another end. So, even yeah. if you do this, but whatever is in my hand, I can do. But at least I am happy...
0: About it. That's a wonderful thinking. Welcome back. We were discussing what would be a good place to start our journey in this regard. I would say the starting point is to not litter anywhere. Highlight this to your children and make sure you practice it as a family. What does it mean? That means no one throws the wrappers of chocolates, biscuits, chips, whatever, wherever convenient. You don't decide whether to throw these things based on if the place is already clean or not. You don't throw it, period. Be it inside the train or bus or wherever outside the house. So what should you do? If you see a designated dustbin, throw it there. Else, get it home because you know there is a waste bin at home. This particular practice when learnt right from childhood goes a very long way. Once you are used to it, you will never feel like wanting to throw something in a public place. Next, at home, segregate waste. There are lots of articles and videos on how to do it. And I guess it is easier to find out how to do this once you decide you want to do it. I have been composting wet waste for more than 10 years now. And once you segregate, there is very less that is likely to go from you to the landfills. I know how many more kilos of waste I would have sent to the landfills if I had not started composting. And it is a fairly simple thing to do. Next, reducing or avoiding plastic. Yes, the most obvious choices are to carry your own cloth bags to buy stuff and not buy or use disposable bottles and items. What else? Even if you buy your groceries in your own shopping bags, Once you transfer the contents onto respective containers, I mean items like rice, dal, etc. Aren't you left with a ton of covers in which they came packed? What is the alternative? The good news is that there are alternatives. In Bangalore, I buy from an online store who uses cloth bags to pack rice, dal and all staples. The plastic covers are used only for flours and sugar. Even these covers are really thick and I clean them and use them as linings inside cupboards, fridge etc for easy cleaning. Of late I have started going to farmer markets where they expect us to carry empty vessels and dabas to buy the stuff. This is again for some staples like dal spices and especially for cooking oil. When I go to this place I feel so happy to see everyone around me also getting their containers to buy stuff and that is so many less covers used. For the same reason, I avoid going to supermarkets as much as possible. Maybe there are options in the places you live as well. If you are in Bangalore and you would like to know more specifics about these options, do write to me. When it comes to monthly grocery shopping, we focus on purchase of raw materials as much as possible as against buying processed version usually made in factories. For example, we buy dosa batter and all the masalas etc only during some emergencies. At other times, we make it with the raw materials in our own house. Same is applicable for many other kinds of processed food. How about using renewable energy sources at least partially? A few years back, we set up an inverter to overcome the frequent power cuts. This inverter is based on solar power. Essentially, we were not hoarding the power from the electricity board and more importantly, it is renewable energy source anyway. The next point is very relevant for all of us women. This is sustainable menstrual products. These are products available to use during menstruation which are not disposable. There is a wide range of these products and I think this topic merits a complete episode by itself. We will have that shortly. Shifting to earth friendly options for laundry and cleaning the house and dishes. I have been using soap nuts or reetha in my washing machine for quite some time now. While it has its own advantages of no harmful effects to skin, the grey water that emerges from my house is having less chemicals. And every time I see pictures of lakes frothing, I wish everyone resorted to these techniques. I have started using cleaning liquids and toilet cleaners that are more natural. But I know I have a very long way to go. Reusing or repurposing the cloth around the house, be it the clothes we wear or especially the stuff we use around the house like bed sheets, curtains, towels, all of them are made use of fully. Clothes are given away, not just to poor people but also to friends, relatives. We don't buy kitchen towels, mop cloth, etc. from the market. The old bed sheets, curtains, salvars, pans, and all of these are used. Old saris, dhothis and dupatas lend themselves for repurposing in endless ways. You are not going to like this one. I avoid online shopping as much as possible. I hate the extent of packaging that comes with each item. I use this option only if the particular product I want is not available in my neighborhood. Only exception is the groceries that I buy from a specific online store which comes in cloth bags. And yes... We do minimal shopping. Somewhere, we believe a more intentional approach to buying stuff is in the larger interest of everybody. This is applicable to buying anything. Be it buying ready-made food or eating out, buying clothes and shoes or footwear, school supplies, electronic items. This doesn't mean we don't buy. Most of the time, we tend to extend the use of an item already in use for the longest possible time before we replace it be it mobile phones, TV or whatnot. In other words, we don't buy something because we want to have the latest and best version of something that is out there in the market. Yes, we have managed to stay away from the lure of the ads in this regard. We buy when we really need the item. This often results in people considering us as stingy. But it doesn't matter. Now, how can any conversation about sustainable living happen without talking about water? We, in our family, treat water as a very precious resource throughout the year, not just during the summer season. We have installed devices to reduce the flow of water in the kitchen sink and wash basins. We use a bucket and mug to have bath and use the appropriate flush button to use the toilets to optimize water. We have implemented a rainwater harvesting mechanism and the rainwater after filtration comes to our main water sump itself. And I choose to do washing of our curtains During the rainy season, that typically happens twice in Bangalore, while it may be tougher to dry them, I am more comfortable about it considering the primary source is rainwater. We, including the children, do not generally wear clothes for small periods of time and put it for wash. Depending on the nature of usage, we opt to air them and reuse clothes before washing. In places with high humidity, this may not be applicable, I understand. The main point is Once you become aware of water as a precious resource, you will naturally take a more judicious look at your current usage. In all of the above areas, I am sure I have just started doing some stuff here and there. There is so much more to do in this and in many other areas. I am eager to know what you are doing and to learn from it. If you are new to this topic, do start at the earliest. Let me tell you, this is one of the most important values that you could teach your children through living it on a daily basis. As a new Indian woman, you have the power to influence not just yourself and your immediate family, but all the people you touch directly and indirectly. Do write to me at krishna at to share your ideas and experiences. You are most welcome to like the Facebook page facebook.com slash newindianwoman to share with people. In the same journey. Remember, you are what you want to be, and the time starts now.